everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me! What is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. Hold on to your butt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 184th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. We're back again this week with another new episode for you guys, but first, I feel like I want to rant a little bit. You know, Star Wars Celebration uh, has been happening this past weekend, and even today, the day that this is released, and it just makes me wonder, why do we not have a celebration? Why does Jurassic Park not get a celebration? Yes, we did have the uh, JP25 event that was over a weekend, I think it was, and they even added another day on. But, man, I feel like we, as Jurassic Park fans, really need a Jurassic Park celebration. A weekend event with, with panels and merchandise and cosplay and all kinds of great stuff. Hey, guys, I suggest this, a podcast stage where we can talk about all things Jurassic Park. That sounds like a good idea, doesn't it? I just wanted to rant a little bit about this because I love Star Wars so, so much. And it is so amazing to see all these fans come together and share in something really spectacular. And new movies being made, new TV shows, books, everything, comics. It's, It's so great to see all that happening. But at the same time, I just, I wish us little Jurassic Park fans over here had a little bit of that taste, you know? Just a little bit. There's there's plenty of, you know, film creators and uh, authors and people that would just love to talk about this stuff. So let's make it happen. We need to make this happen, right? Universal, you're listening, right? Come on. Let's do this. But enough of all that. This week, uh, we're going to cover some news here. We have a fun little thing that popped up uh, regarding a cast member of Jurassic Park and and maybe Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom who has something fun coming up here in the future. We'll also dive into the Innovation Center with Tom Fishenden where he covers um, something that I talked about last week with his his meetup that he had. Uh, This was actually back in March. So uh, I know he references it early on in the episode that it just happened, I think like last weekend, but guys, it was a little bit, it was like a month or more ago. (laughs) But uh, Tom will be talking all about that meetup So make sure to stay tuned for that. And to round out the show, we're going to dive into the audio lab to hear from some key members from Jurassic World, live tour, and failed entertainment. You won't want to miss that. But yeah, this is going to be a fun episode. Now, before we get too far into the episode, I just wanted to cover a few things that have been happening on our end um, over on YouTube. We uh, last week we were covering a lot of the Jurassic World live tour content that we've been, uh, you know, cultivating on our end, and uh, this week will be exactly the same. We have some more stuff to share with you guys. We also have a merchandise hunt coming your way, um, and also a, an unboxing from Tal, aka the Traveling Clad. He has a a cute little item that I think you guys are gonna love. And um, finally, at the end of the week. We're going to release the final installment of Tom Fishenden's series on Jurassic World Evolution. 
Building a Jurassic Dream. Now, uh, he's been going at that for a long time. We have 10 episodes for you, so if you have not seen the other 9 episodes so far, go back on our YouTube channel. They are all on there, and the 10th installment will debut this Friday. So last week was also a big comeback week for us and and myself. Um, I was on several shows this week, uh, or last week, um, in addition to this one. So we had two episodes last week of this show, and I was also on the Park Stop podcast with Alicia Stella and Ian Kaufman to discuss Jurassic Park in the theme parks around the world. So we we had a great discussion about the past, the present, the future, everything in regards to Jurassic Park, what has been, how things could be better, and what's to come, of course. And that is a Patreon exclusive, so make sure to go follow the link in our show notes to join up with Alicia's Patreon to, uh, you know, help fund all her amazing videos and podcasts and everything that she does and uh, just get some awesome content because I know she's really ramping up on that exclusive stuff, so make sure to go check that out. In addition to that, I was also on Victoria's Cantina Chatter podcast to discuss the brand new Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker trailer, which debuted at Star Wars Celebration, and uh, Victoria was kind enough to ask me to come on and talk about that trailer because, as you guys know, in addition to Jurassic Park and theme parks, I love talking about Star Wars, and, you know, I probably talk about it probably each and every episode here, but, um, you know, she invited me on to talk about the full trailer, which, you know, it's a short trailer, but there's so much to talk about, so make sure to go check out that because Star Wars trailers blow most trailers out of the water in terms of like history excitement pure hype for the upcoming movies and they just really knock it out of the park hopefully jurassic can do something like that for jurassic world 3 that'll be amazing but for now head to the link in our show notes to check out victoria's podcast on star wars the rise of skywalker yeah that was a pretty bad emperor impression I'm sorry about that. But anyway, I also uh, rounded out that week with Clayton Fiority's YouTube channel. We discussed uh, Jurassic World live tour in full. So basically um, what you heard here on our podcast, we also discussed a lot of the details over on Clayton's YouTube channel. And you guys know Clayton Fiority, huge Jurassic Park uh, YouTuber. So go check out his channel to hear all about Jurassic World Live Tour. My thoughts, his thoughts, and thinking about the future and what everything means. It's a lot of fun. And I know um, we had a great time discussing it. But man, it, I, honestly, it felt like a press tour last week coming back with the podcast. And then I'm like, I'm like on on the news, I'm on the radio shows, I'm on the, all all this stuff out there. That's what it felt like, a press tour coming back for Jurassic Park podcast. So guys, we are back again this week. So why don't we get this episode kicked off with a bit of Jurassic news from around the world. 18 minutes and your company catches up on 10 years of research. Access me, program. Access me, security. These pictures were taken in hospital in Costa Rica 48 hours ago. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but look. Boy, my head being right all the time. Today, I guarantee it. All right, so I'm sure you guys all heard about this one, right? So last week, um, Disney held a big conference to showcase um, all the upcoming things that they've got coming to their new streaming service, Disney Plus, which will have... Um, exclusive content, uh, basically like the Netflix for Disney. So they'll have their own, you know, self-produced TV shows and movies, as well as a lot of the back catalog from Disney, Star Wars, Marvel, um, 
I don't know, other stuff as well. <laughs> um, but one of the things that they revealed was a new show coming from Jeff Goldblum called The World According to Jeff Goldblum. What? That's the best thing I've ever heard. For, so Disney Plus has been revealed to, I think it's coming out November 12th as far as the platform is concerned. I don't know if that, that show is coming online that same day, but uh, November 12th is when the platform is hitting uh, the world. Or no, I'm sorry, not the world. Uh, There's great facts here for you guys, but it's hitting the United States at least. Um, but it will be six ninety nine dollars uh, to get that service to access all that back catalog as well as the, the new content as well. And when I saw that, I'm like, you know what? $6.99 is good enough for me to pay for the world according to Jeff Goldblum. So there is a little synopsis here, very short. It says, Jeff pulls back the curtain on a seemingly familiar object to reveal a world of astonishing connections, fascinating science, and a whole lot of big ideas. So honestly, listening to Jeff talk about anything is my idea of a good time. And I, I will pay $6.99 just for that alone and get loads of Disney content in addition to that show. I am so excited about that. Like when I when I was watching the live stream because they had an investors like investors day or whatever it was called and they it was very very serious, a, you know, a big spectacle as far as like showcasing all this stuff. And then I saw as they were showcasing one of their little um, platform buttons that they have on the service And that thing popped up. It said, The World According to Jeff Goldblum. I was like, oh my god, what is that? I need to watch that right now. That is incredible. And you guys know Jeff Goldblum is just a treasure to the world. So I am excited about that. And I'll try to include an image of that... um, little picture that they had on their on their streaming um, platform there so make sure to check that out in our show notes oh there it is there it is if i don't innovate somebody else will due to technical difficulties all our exhibits are now closed you are acting like we are engaged in some kind of mad science and zara here is going to take great care of you until i'm done working tonight okay scarier um cooler i believe is the word that you use in your memo any incidents yeah six kids in the lost and found uh 28 down with heat stroke all of this exists because of me just like taking a stroll through the woods 65 million years ago hello everybody you are joining me tom here today on the jurassic park podcast And today I am really, really excited to talk a little bit about the unofficial Jurassic World Evolution Community Meetup, which I organised in London and which took place this past Friday at the time of recording, which was the 8th, I want to say the 8th of March. Guys, I'm going to apologise, I'm really, really bad with dates. I always find it really hard. I was like 90% sure I wrote the wrong date in the sign-in book at the actual Natural History Museum. But yeah, no, it was the 8th. So, um, yeah, on the 8th of March, I had organised this unofficial community meetup to take place. We're going to go to the Natural History Museum, chill out for a little bit, see everything there, then maybe go and get some food afterwards, and just go like that, really. 
So across the course of the weeks leading up to the event, I planned out a few activities, um, and I was also able to get in touch with the Natural History Museum. So Paul Barrett in particular, who is kind of in charge of the paleontology like dinosaur lab section of the natural history museum um i was able to have some conversations with him and that was really exciting because i was kind of like hey you know i've got this meetup going on i want to do something quite special i want it to be memorable i don't want it to just be another trip to the natural history museum because as much as the natural history museum does hold its own weight and it is an incredible attraction in london um i really felt like i wanted to do something else so everyone who actually took the time out to come down hang out with me and hang out with everyone else really got something that not everyone is going to get every day so um a few a few through there we go (laughs) uh sorry if i'm a bit like droning on guys it is very early on a sunday morning right now um but yeah so through a few conversations with him we were able to organized for one of his postdoctorate students so um somebody who has completed their doctorate and is now a fully qualified doctor within the scientific field uh dr david button to give our group a little bit of a talk on jurassic park the science behind jurassic park and it was really really interesting he kind of touched on everything from what velociraptors would be like Uh, to how dinosaur anatomy wouldn't really support particular things within the films, to also looking at how actually it is maths and essentially digging for dinosaur bones that helps us to figure out what these creatures were. There was a really nice summary image, um, which will hopefully be in my article here on the Jurassic Park podcast, that he used, which was really, really cool. So the talk itself was fantastic, That took place right at the start of the meet, from half one till half two, and I was really, really excited for that. I'd kind of, I'd said up to 30 people could come, because that was how many people I had signed up on my Google Drive form. I wasn't really sure if that many people would come. I mean, I've done meets in the past where only a couple of people have come, so I was a little bit concerned, but actually we had an absolutely fantastic turnout, and a turnout which is honestly just made my week, maybe even my month or my year, you know? We had 20 people come and hang out and talk about Jurassic World Evolution and do stuff at the Natural History Museum. And as somebody who kind of feels like a lot of the time my love for Jurassic is shared particularly online because a lot of my real-life friends aren't necessarily as interested in it as I am, um, that was something which was really special. I got to meet a lot of really cool new people, and I feel like I've made quite a few new friends, and it was just really nice getting to hang out with some people, you know, have a laugh, talk about the game, talk about why we love Jurassic World so much, and it was really good. And one thing that um, was really special for me, actually, was I got to meet a guy on who on instagram is called no rock steady toys um and he does like a ton of really really cool jurassic world toy stuff so kind of like similar to the sort of stuff i do um he occasionally gets photos outside but he also highlights a lot of the classic stuff so he like takes a look at some of the kenner figures um 
and me and him have been talking on Instagram for a while, so it was actually really nice getting to meet him, and not not only did I get to meet him, but as a thank you for organising the meetup itself, he gifted me my first ever Kenner action figure, which is the rubber um, spitting Dilophosaurus, and honestly, I was absolutely overwhelmed by that, so that was really, really kind, um, and I, I really appreciate that, it was honestly something special, and it was really nice getting to meet someone who I've been talking to for a lot, and that was the case with other people as well, I had a few people from Twitter come, who I've spoke to for a while, a couple of people who listened to See Jurassic Right, which was really, really cool, so overall it was just really, really nice getting to hang out and see so many new faces, so many friends I've made in the community before, and just really chill and have a good time. So, um, after our talk... We then went off and did two activities. I set up Dinosaur Director, which was obviously inspired by the little um, competition that Frontier themselves ran a while back, which was basically go around the museum, get the most creative photos of dinosaurs that you can, and whoever gets the most creative photo wins. So we did that. And then we also did a good old... um, go through the museum and see if you can identify how many dinosaurs from Jurassic World Evolution are actually at the museum. Um, And that was quite fun because people were like, oh, does it count if it shows up in a photo that's in the museum? Does it count if it's a statue? So (laughs) that was quite fun kind of playing around with the boundaries there a little bit. Um, So that was really kind of all of that. And then after that, we all met up in a little cafe area where we were going to sit and do a quiz. Um, So the winner for the Dino Director thing got a Attack Pack Blue. I bought a Mattel Attack Pack Blue. And then for the winner of the Dino List, I had a Pop Pop Falcon. That's not right. A Pop Funko Sexy Malcolm figure, which they ended up with. So that was really cool. So they got those. Then we all sat down and did a Jurassic Park quiz to varying degrees of success, I might add. Some people did point out that my grammar wasn't necessarily on point. You know, not going to lie, I did kind of rush this quiz the night before. So (laughs) there you go. Now you know. Um, But yeah, we did a quiz and then it was really nice because we got to the end and people weren't confident that they were going to win. But actually... We'd already planned, so there was enough stuff for everyone to take some Jurassic World Evolution merchandise home. So um, they got to take home the pins and also the lovely printed posters that Frontier have been giving out in competitions and things. So that was really nice. And on the subject of Frontier, actually, I do have to say a massive thank you to Brendan from Frontier, who is somebody who works... And actually quite closely on some of the game mechanics and things. I think he works on Rich Newbold's team. He came down and he was an absolute delight. He also bought me dinner after, which was really kind of him. And he was just really supportive of the event the entire time, which I appreciated. Um, And I also got Stegs to come down as well. So Stegs 101, the community manager. And Stegs was great as well. Again, you know, really supportive, really down to earth, really engaged with everything that was going on as well. And it was really nice because both of them just having them there, I think was really nice because for a lot of people, they kind of didn't expect to have the opportunity to actually talk to somebody from Frontier. So it was really nice seeing a couple of people hanging back, 
talking to them a little bit, asking questions, and then actually really appreciating their time and thanking them for giving them a bit more insight when they left. That was really, really nice. And I actually appreciate the guys coming down a lot, because obviously they don't have to come down to these things. People can just organise meetups without, you know, Frontier having to come down. But they were really cool about it, and they wanted to come down and support the event, and I really appreciate that. And actually... um, while we're on the subject of that, a large part of that is thanks to Bo. So obviously you guys will all already know Bo Merritt. If you don't, she is the absolutely amazing uh, lead community manager at Frontier. And she was really, really good the whole time. She was really supportive in everything I wanted to do, in making sure that it was practical and that Frontier could supply prizes and things. And she was just really supportive the whole time. And she's always a really good sounding board whenever I've got ideas for things like this. So I really appreciate that. And Bo, if you're listening to this, thank you for that. That was, yeah, good as always. I know I'm always like, ah, you guys do such a good job, but I do mean that you do. And I really appreciate how much Frontier as a company really are invested in supporting these community initiatives. So that was kind of the day we did all of that. Then um, we went our separate ways. A couple of us went and got dinner. And then, yeah, it went from there. But it was a really positive day. I had a fantastic time. And lots of the people who have come have told me they had a good time, which is great because that's what I wanted. And I really now am thinking about doing another one. I don't know when it will be because I am obviously coming to America in June for the lovely Jennifer Terrick's wedding which is going to be very exciting and I'm really looking forward to hanging out with a lot of my podcast buddies in real life for a little bit. But beyond that, we will see. I mean, you know, we've still got August, we've still got September, so there's definitely scope to do something else. And um, one other thing I would like to highlight quickly as well is I know a lot of you out there were a little bit frustrated that this meet was on a weekday, Because it was just testing the water, I kind of thought it made more sense to do it on a weekday. You know, the museum would be a bit quieter, we could do more. Um, But considering the number of people who came on a weekday alone, I think doing something on a weekend is definitely something that I'm going to look into. And I've got a few ideas on where I would like to take these kinds of community meetups next. So it's definitely something that I'll look into in the future. But for now, guys... If you want to go and check out the article I've written up on the day, that should be available here on the Jurassic Park podcast. And if you've got any questions about the day, uh, feel free to get in touch via Twitter, leave a comment on our website, do whatever. And as always, guys, really thank you profusely. Uh, I can't say that word. That really took away from the, you know, genuineness there that I just mucked up that word. But honestly, thank you profusely. There we go for all of your support with everything if it wasn't for all of you constantly supporting everything i do interacting on my different channels interacting here on the jurassic park podcast then i wouldn't be able to really do nearly as much as i do so everyone always says oh tom you do such a good job organizing this and that but actually that's not true it's you guys supporting me that makes it all possible so really it's down to you so thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for all your support not just here on the podcast but on twitter on instagram and everywhere else because i would not be doing all these amazing things without you and i really appreciate these opportunities so yeah guys 
thanks for listening in. I've probably rambled on a little bit, but I really appreciate your time. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed hearing a little bit about the meetup. And as always, guys, all that's left for me to say is take care and have a fantastic week. Alright, so today in the Audio Lab, we're going to hear from a few select key players behind Jurassic World Live Tour from Feld Entertainment. Now, as you know, we got to speak with a ton of the people behind Jurassic World Live Tour, and we are happy to present the audio here in the video over on our YouTube channel this week. Let's take a listen. Could you just explain who you are and what you do here for uh, Jurassic World Live Tour? You want to do your speech? Sure. I'm Donna Oak. I'm the Senior Director of Costumes for Feld Entertainment. Jurassic World Live Tour, one of our properties. Ken Mooney. I'm costume designer for Jurassic World Live Tour. All right. So what is the favorite thing that you've done here for Jurassic World Live Tour? Out of all the costuming and everything, what's your favorite? Well, I would have... That's an interesting question. I would say, you know, it's when I'm drawing stuff and I'm coming up with inspiration, you know, they're all their own unique little nuggets. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get that one costume, you go, oh, I really, this is really fun. For me, it's, a, it's one of the bad guys, believe it or not. It's Dr. Bordoff uh, puts on a white Parker when he Ooh. goes to Chile that's all white fur. And I don't know where this idea came from. I just <laughs> wanted something stark uh-huh. that really made him stand out and just kind of felt like, where is, what is that? And, and that choice in my mind was like, God, I hope everybody likes this because yeah. I love it. And they did. They actually really liked that idea. So that's, you that's never perfect. know what you're going to love. No, but yeah. that's, that was a moment I just went, mm, this feels right. That's it. Yeah. How about you? I like, I'm fortunate. My role is to um, sort of navigate the whole process and get all the components together and work with the producers and the costume designer and deal with the budget. But my, I think my favorite thing just because I'm a costume designer in my core, was going to Universal Costume Storage and digging out the ACU (laughs) and really looking at the pieces and making sure that we got it 100% accurate. Nice, nice. So I'm going to ask you a a joint question here. If you're both stuck in a kitchen with a velociraptor, what are you going to do? And and will you make it out alive? I don't know. God, well, we're both... In a kitchen. Oh, in a kitchen. Just like the first movie. Well, I think we'd both try to be as persuasive as we possibly can. (laughs) So because... They don't talk. I don't know. I know, but we would do whatever we we would do whatever we could, body language wise, to try to tame to tame the situation. Yeah. I mean, Donna and I, I think the the great thing about us is that we react really well to situations. I mean, we're strong responders. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think we would try to hold our crap together as well as we could with whatever we had. We would probably not make it. Not going to make it. Let's just assume. It's the likelihood is very low, but for some reason, when you asked that and I really registered it, I thought go low. Okay, like you're go go between. Hide, do I don't think you their legs. Too many senses that are just gonna like sniff you. But out if you stay behind them, it's true. Yeah, like those tails. Like if you stay behind them, okay, ride the tail. Yeah. See, see, Don and I, if we were both in the room. We'd be telling each other what to be doing. Right. Right. Nobody's getting eaten well, in the process be, of no. all the dialogue. One of you distracts or the other. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. If I had to be stuck in a kitchen with someone, I think we would be a great tag a good team. team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Sure. Thank you. Thanks. 
All right, so could you just explain who you are and what you do here for Jurassic World Live Tour? Yes, so my name is Madison Embry, and I will be playing the role of the show's female heroine, Dr. Kate Walker. So Dr. Kate is this brilliant scientist. She also has a crazy fighting background, uh, and she is working very closely with our Troodon genie. They are creating a special type of communication between humans and dinosaurs. So. I'm really, really <laughs> excited to get to bring this character to life. Yeah, everything we've seen so far has been incredible, so I'm oh, so excited Thank to see you. all that. Thank um, you. So what is your favorite thing that's come to life here or that you've done for this show? So I have to be honest, as I was in the back getting ready to come out and do the presentation, it was all starting to hit me that <laughs> dinosaurs and Jurassic World was becoming my reality, and then I heard a Tyrannosaurus Rex oh. sound, Yep. <laughs> and I all of a sudden was like, this is my job. Yeah. This is going to be incredible. This is going to become my world for yeah. this tour. And it really just hit me that I get to be part of something like this. Have you this. gotten to like interact with the T-Rex yet? I know they said it's not really finished, but uh, nothing yet? No. no? I, I know that the day we're in rehearsals and the T-Rex comes out, I don't know if I'm going to cry. I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to laugh, scream. It's just going to be a lot of emotions. Uh, yeah, it'll be emotional for sure. Yes. All right. So this is our hard-hitting, heavy question here. Um, if you're stuck in a kitchen with a Velociraptor, what would you do and would you make it out alive? <laughs> it's hard, I know, right? You gotta think. There's this part of me that thinks I would try to do some like slide maneuver, uh -huh. like, you know, kind of go back <laughs> and then like slide underneath. Yeah. Something tells me that they're like, would totally outsmart me and yeah. that they're like, would easily catch on and they'd like see me prepare yeah. and they'd be like, She's doing the under-the-leg trick. We, and then they we, would just, like, snatch me. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> classic. We've seen this one before. And they would just, like, snatch me up. Yeah. And it wouldn't go in my favor. But I'd give it a go. I mean, I'd... I mean, it's, it's all you can do, right? You can just try. Or you could distract it with food. Okay. But I feel like it would also be like, gonna, oh, she's distracting me with first, food. Or like... It'd be like a banana. I'd grab, <laughs> okay, like, okay. a banana from, like, you know, the <laughs> side and be like, take it. And then she'd be like, oh, it's the food trick. I know yeah. this one, too. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I wish you luck. Uh, Thanks. With everything. <laughs> right? <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank That's you it. so That's much. All right, so uh, could you just say who you are and what you do here for Jurassic World Live Tour? Sure. I'm Corey McCourt. I'm the uh, project manager for Scenic. And what is your favorite aspect of the live tour? Or something that you've done or just overall? Anything out there? I think I, I keep going back to the T-Rex because it, it blows me away every time. Uh, I imagine, She yeah. is my favorite. Uh, like, I'm super excited to see her out in motion. I'm super excited for the chance to drive her. Uh, oh. like, I, I can't <laughs> wait for that. It's just like, come on, finish her already. Um, but yeah, she's, she's amazing. All the dinosaurs really are. You get to see the, the, the demonstration with Blue and Jeannie and, and the emotion that they bring. But just her for the size you know when i go check in with her yeah I mean, have you ever like wrangled anything that big before like yeah. no i mean it's like how often <laughs> no, do you come I mean, across you, stuff you like that you don't see anything like that no. i mean I've, I've seen elephants you know you've seen rhinos right but I yeah mean, that's that's kind of tame compared to no, 42 yeah, feet long <laughs> <laughs> all right so this is our, our big question here it's very tough okay. i think um if you're stuck in a kitchen with a velociraptor would you make it out uh, alive, or no, what would you I'd do? No, I'd be eaten immediately. I would, <laughs> I would, I would, I would most likely cry. Uh, <laughs> you just see it, and you're just like, no. Uh, I, I would not make it out. I don't, I don't think. I think the, the Velociraptor would win. Okay, yeah, He's that's, like, I mean, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, I, I, I want to be of... honest. I want to be honest. I mean, I'd be like, oh, no, I'd fight it off. It's, it's yeah. like, no. After you stand next to Blue, you're like, no, nope, you're, you're lunch. <laughs> well, thank you very much. That hey, was awesome. to talk to you guys.
Again, thank you so much to everybody over at Feld. It was so great to speak with everybody and learn much more about this project and get some fun responses on the Raptor Kitchen question. You know, you guys know that's my favorite question to ask. So stay tuned next episode where we'll hear from even more people at Feld Entertainment and Jurassic World Live Tour. Thanks for listening to the 184th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. First off, I gotta thank Tom so much for that little segment on Jurassic World Evolution. When uh, I heard that Tom was planning this event, I was I was a little jealous. I gotta say, it sounds like something that was super fun to have attended. And, um, you know, with Frontier being over there in the UK, that was such a great idea to hold that event, bring community members out there, play some games, do some fun um, presentations and all that stuff. So, again, I am I was super jealous that that happened. I am so thankful that Tom got to run that event with the people at Frontier and just have a great time with the other community members. So, again, Tom, thank you so much for that little segment, and I'm sure we will hear from you again soon here on the podcast. Again, let's give a big round of applause to everybody at Feld Entertainment. And like I said, we have so much more content coming this week. Um, on our YouTube channel, we'll have a great look at the props, the um, the dinosaurs, the way they're made and all that stuff coming to our YouTube channel. And uh, even more uh, of these quick hit responses that you heard here on the podcast first. So make sure to check those out over on our YouTube channel later on. And as I said last week, we want to continue to spotlight you guys for reviewing us on iTunes. We really, really appreciate all the love and support over on iTunes. It really helps us um, get rated and, you know, make people understand that, hey, this is a good show that you should be listening to, right? I mean, you agree, don't you? Well, at least uh, In The Loop Kenny does here. Thank you, Kenny, for writing a review. It says, Dinosaur Soup for My Soul. One of my favorite pastimes is to put on the newest episode of the Jurassic Park podcast while eating a nice bowl of tomato soup. However, it is the utmost importance that you'll fill the soup with Cheetos and pretend you are snacking on dinosaur bones. <laughs> Hold on your butts because it is a carnivorous experience that will change your life. Kenny... <laughs> I don't even know what that was, but thank you for the five-star review, and uh, man, do I really appreciate that. Um, that. That's a great one. You know, nobody said you had to keep these things serious. You could write whatever you want in there. As long as we get that five-star review, I don't care if it's about soup. That doesn't matter. Whatever. You can make it about bread. You can make it about, about soup. It's all good to me. Next up, we have here um, another one from Tayrex8472. Um, thank you, Tayrex, for, for writing a review. This one is titled Jurassic Heaven. And it says, love Jurassic Park. And there's nothing better than spending an hour a week, oftentimes more, with fellow Jurassic nerds. Love this podcast. Keep it up. Thank you, T-Rex. That is, that is awesome. And I know we are sometimes a little bit over an hour, um, but we're trying to reel it in for you guys and make it a little bit more manageable here and there. Uh, maybe not every episode will be two hours like it really was getting. I think at the end of our initial run before the hiatus, we were like, we were like two hours every episode it felt like and man that was a lot to produce a lot to, to talk about and uh, a lot to listen to I'm sure I don't know uh, could I listen to two hours of that maybe I, I don't know 
I guess I do listen to two hours of other podcasts, so uh, I guess it really doesn't make that big of a difference. But again, thank you, T-Rex, for writing that review. And um, that's all we're going to cover this week. There's a lot more on there. And we got to save some because we're going to do this each and every week. And if we're going to do this each and every week, we need you guys to hit up iTunes, write a review. It is so easy. If you guys have an iPhone, um, it even makes it easier for you guys to just... Bring up the iTunes app or the Apple Podcasts app and just uh, type in the Jurassic Park podcast. Write a review in there. Leave a five-star review. That really helps. Um, and like I said, if anybody is searching for Jurassic Park or just you know types in Jurassic, ours will pop up to the top and everybody will see that. Take a listen and um, and enjoy it with you guys, I guess. You're enjoying this, right? Uh, right? Hello? Hello? Okay, good. But thank you guys so much for another awesome week of Jurassic Park. And I really appreciate everything that you're doing out there in the community, listening to this podcast, supporting the podcast, supporting artists out there that are sharing their amazing pictures, um, whether it's pictures of Mattel toys or, or you know, posters or uh, fan fiction or whatever it may be. I am so glad that you guys are out there retweeting it, commenting on all this stuff. It's really awesome to see, and you guys are doing a great job at supporting everything out there. And Jurassic fans, we need your help to help support this amazing community and show Universal that, hey, we want a, we want a Jurassic celebration. That's what we all want, right? Let's make it happen, and we'll see you guys next week. Let's hear the outro. Saddle up. Let's get this movable feast underway. Please give us a follow on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod, and myself, at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So please be sure to subscribe. Also, don't miss our toy hunts and reviews, in-depth bonus content, live streams, gameplay, events and theme park coverage, and so much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of every episode, so please be sure to spare no expense. Don't miss us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode show notes, wonderful articles, bios from our contributors, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or email us, JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening, and enjoy! Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.